My name is Zara Alibai. I've been a personal trainer for the last 12 years. And uh, I became a personal trainer because I've always had a love of sorry, health and fitness. And I was always playing in all my school sports teams. My dad was actually um, a physical education instructor in Nairobi and Mombasa. So I think I kind of picked it up from him. But I've always been active and I knew I didn't want a job where I would be sitting in an office. I wanted something where I could engage people and improve their lives in some sense. And um, I found, I looked into kinesiology and I did that in university. And from there, I became a personal trainer. I teach some boot camp classes, I teach some senior fitness classes, I have some uh, clients that I work with one-on-one. -on -one. The main objective is just to, for them to really realize how important it is to take care of their bodies and also how physical activity will improve their life. So again, it's, it is a big commitment, you know, it's hard to come in a couple of times a week for a couple of hours, but realizing that it's an investment in your health. So it will improve obviously your physical self it'll make you stronger it'll make you more active it'll give you more energy but also mentally it really does help to take that time for yourself to improve yourself so if you're a mother the more stronger you feel and the more energy you have that will relate to your kids you'll have more energy to play with them if they're playing sports the idea of exercising it forces you to eat healthier if you're taking care of your body you'll take steps towards taking care of your your whole body as a self so eating better drinking more water and just being more active you know, if you're going to take the stairs or an elevator, you might be more likely to take the stairs because you were able to do that, you know, one hour. And so, you know, you should be able to take the stairs up or you should be able to walk a little bit further and, you know, um, not park right next to the shopping mall or to the grocery store. So, you know, right now so many kids are watching TV and playing video games and they're really inactive that um, it's important to make sure that as a family you get out and play together and be active together whether it's going for a bike ride or just playing in the backyard playing some soccer and also um, giving your kids um, healthy choices as well I think um, is something that again you struggle with once your kids start school they want different snacks or they see their friends having different snacks but again alhamdulillah they've always had they've always been good at eating fruits and vegetables and it's really important to to integrate that into them at a young age so that inshallah as they grow up they, they, they keep that sense of um, being healthy and being active as they get older. Um, a lot of people they think I exercise but we don't realize that especially in today's day and age if you're eating packaged food, if you're eating out, you don't really know what's going into your food and uh, a lot of times we don't realize how much sugar and salt and trans fats are going into a lot of the stuff we're eating. So um, eating healthy but also taking ownership of your health. So making sure the more you eat at home the, that's you know, you know what's going into that food. So it definitely is a balance between the two. Um, exercising and also eating healthy, that's how you'll get the best results. And also if, if you're looking to lose weight or, you know, to make some changes, that's how you'll get the fastest results as well. It's really amazing that uh, actually doing that, getting up, making those movements five times a day, we take it for granted, but I think it really does force us to, to do something and to be, to be somewhat active, whether... Um, you know, you may not think about it, but um, I, I, I find that that um, helps. And, and again, as, as I talk to a lot of people and realize that there are a lot of, especially for eating healthy, there's a lot of hadith and there are a lot of things that the Prophet used to do that, you know, now scientifically that we're realizing that it's good to do, you know, in terms of eating dates and the benefits of certain foods that are mentioned in the Quran or in the hadith that the Prophet and the Imams used to eat. On a community level, how how it strengthens the community and brings the community together. Um, again, the more active we are, the more healthy we are, the more energy we have, the more likely we'll come together as a community and, and do things as well as a community.
So again, there's many benefits. You see literally friends or sisters bringing in other, other people saying that, no, you should, you'll be able to do it. It's good for you. You've complained about back problems. You've complained about this. And I really noticed friendships blossom from it, which is really nice. And at the end of the class, you always hear the ladies exchanging healthy recipes. You know, what should I give my kids for lunch? Even sometimes a couple of them have gotten together and they'll go for walks on the weekend or, you know, they've made friendships that, you know, that they normally wouldn't have made. It's kind of, you're coming together. Everyone kind of, is that, you know, it's coming into, a, you know, some, a place where some women aren't comfortable, they've never exercised before, so they're a little bit intimidated, but kind of seeing that everyone's in the same boat, everyone just wants to get healthy, to be active, to take care of themselves so that they can better take care of their families and their communities, um, that's one of the main benefits I've noticed. Um, I've also noticed that they've really, women and seniors in, in that respect, they've really taken um, to eating healthy and kind of changing again culturally it's hard to change those things but realizing that um, cutting down oil eating more vegetables drinking more water cutting down sweets you know having tea with less sugar and things like that um, they've really taken it on and really realized that those little changes um, really do improve um, the quality of their family's health overall so by training women and seniors that's one major thing that I've noticed that uh, they're doing it, but they're really doing it with full passion and love. Like they want to learn more about it. They want to know, you know, what exercises can I do at home if I can't come on a day or, you know, they, they really do take it uh, that extra step. And that's, it's really nice to see that. I think it's really important in whatever community, whether you have the facility or not, um, we always think that you need a gym, you need this, you need that. It's really important just to, whether if it's you and a friend or going for a walk or, you know, asking around in the community, there might be people um, after Mudless, like Alhamdulillah, we have a very big center now. I see a lot of the seniors, they'll come and walk downstairs and uh, they used to do that in the mall, but now we have the center to do that. But again, it's not, um, you don't need a lot, it's just... And sometimes having that support really helps push you forward. You think you're going to do it on your own, but if you see people doing it together, you're more likely to reach a goal. And if you have that accountability as well, um, you're more likely to reach that goal. And, it, and it's definitely just taking it in small steps. You don't have to do everything overnight, you know, eat healthy, exercise, everything. It's just doing it in small steps. Even, you know, talking about Islam spiritually, it's just taking small steps and taking those steps and not doing it all for force. Sometimes it can get overwhelming. So just, you know, saying I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to go for more walks. I'm going to, you know, once a week take my kids to the park. And actually, instead of just sitting and watching them, I'll actually play with them. And then you realize that how much joy they get out of that and how much that makes your family bond stronger as well. And really incorporating it into our, um, our lives. And Alhamdulillah, the fact that I get to give back to my community and teach my community and see how much interest there is it's 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 so nice and i think now more than ever um you know people are becoming more health conscious and again women are realizing that it's important you know we, we do so much for our families and you always think you, you know you always leave that time for yourself and you never get around to it but to actually take that half hour you're so much better because of it for your family right you've taken that time but it's going to improve your family overall as well my name is Hadi Ekbatani. I'm currently the personal trainer. Growing up, I was known to be very overweight. And because of that, I got a lot of comments, <laughs> which stayed with me until now. And one of the things that I realized growing up is that if I continued like this, I would be holding myself back from a lot of things. And when I went to high school for the first time, I went to, into a gym without any mentorship, without any, anyone holding my hand. And I went there and I started lifting weights. And because nobody was there to hold my hand and guide me, I, what I did, I basically went online, I began researching, I looked up books, I went and bought like the Arnold Schwarzenegger book, and I started looking through workouts and how to get myself in the best physical shape I can, just to prove everybody wrong, just to show them that, you know what, as much as you'd like to call me overweight and uh, make fun of me, 
I can make a difference and I can change. Uh, so that was one of my driving factors. Uh, from there, I realized that, you know what, I want this to be a part of my life and I want to make a career out of this. And you know what, because I didn't have someone to hold my hand, I wanted to be there for everybody else and help them make that change because I believe everybody should be physically active and everybody has a potential to be the best way they possibly can. Being a Muslim is probably by far one of the biggest driving factors that I have by, uh, with regards to doing this job. Um, the thing that I like to stick to the most is the hadith by Imam Ali alayhi salam where he says, amusing is the position of the man. Whenever he, he is in his younger years, he sacrifices his health for his wealth. Then whenever he gets older, he sacrifices his wealth for his health. He spends the, his past worrying about the future, and in the future he begins to weep about his past. Take note of this hadith, that you know what, as much as I want to work towards a, health, a wealthier life, I should also take care of my health, because that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this body as an amana. He's given us this gift as our body, and on the day of judgment, you know, Allah says, كَمَا بَدْعَنَاكُمْ نُعِيدَكُمْ as I've initiated you into this life, I will cause you to return back to us. I want to give this body in good shape. I don't want to give it back in this terrible, uh, <laughs> obese looking thing and then you know, expect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be happy with it. And that's one of the driving factors I have that as much as we'd like to be spiritual, intellectual and emotional beings, the physical part is just as important in Islam. And that's one thing that we should always be cognizant of. I have worked in many facilities where there have been mixed genders. With that being said, all my clients have been male. I truly believe that that is one of our hijabs as Muslim trainers. We have to realize that. And I think there's enough female trainers out there to work with the female uh, clients. Uh, with that being said, of course, there's always that medical aspect where you know physiotherapists, chiropractors, and even some trainers help clients rehabilitate their injuries. And I have asked a couple of ulama with regard to that, and they said it's fine. But because I know the atmosphere of the gym, I also know that there has to be a rapport between you and that client. And I don't want to put myself in that situation where I have to become closer than what I should be with a female partner. Uh, so that's one thing to take into consideration if you want to get into the training field, is that you should always maintain your hijab. And I think that's fundamental. Uh, I started Fitness 313 as a way of getting out to the Muslim Ummah. As we know in Islamic history, we found that as much as we'd like to say that you shouldn't work out for aesthetic purposes, aesthetics played a very big role. Where the Prophet and Imam Ali salam, before battle, they always told their companions to dye their beards and look young and you know, they, they should look very majestic in their approach towards the enemy. I think in this day and age, as, our, as Muslims, especially for the brothers, we should not be letting go of our physiques. Our physiques are very important. I find that whenever you not only are healthy on the inside but on the outside as well, you become a role model for the rest of the community. And when you speak and when people and you talk to people, they take you more seriously because automatically when they see that you take care of yourself, they begin to have this sense of respect towards you. And so I feel that if we really want to spread the message of Islam, if we really want to spread the message of Imam Mahdi Ajdullah Ta'ala Farajah, one of the biggest components to this is being able to look healthy, be healthy and promote health. One of the things that I like to promote with Fitness 313 again is lift like Ali and remember Hussein. Now, this comes from that quote, live like Ali and die like Hussein. As you know, we should live like Imam Ali alayhi salam, the way he lived his life only towards God, with the intention of God. And we should die 
with the, the way Imam Hussein did where he sacrificed everything for Islam. This quote, lift like Ali, we're referring to all the things Imam Ali salam, did with the intention for God. For example, in the Battle of Khandak, when he, when he fought the big legend Amr ibn Abdul Wood, he was a man twice his size, and we find that Imam Ali emerged victorious. And that was because, simply because he did it for the intention of God, that he was able to amaze everybody around him, that this young boy was able to take on this man. Another time we see Imam Ali salam, he lifts the doors of Khaybar, something that 40 men couldn't have done. And at the same time, we, uh, we see the famous story where Imam Ali salam, had trouble breaking a piece of bread. And they asked him, aren't you the one who lifted the doors of Khaybar? He says, this Ali breaks for his stomach, that Ali lifted for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what I'm trying to promote um, when we're talking about working out and lifting weights and sports and stuff. Have that intention of lifting for God. If it means to be aesthetically pleasing, if it means to be healthy, I'm being healthy because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me this body and I want to give it back to Him in the best shape. If it comes down to just overall becoming more healthier and being more active, then have that intention that when Imam Mahdi ta'ala faraja comes, I want to be one of them. I want Imam Mahdi to look at me and say, you know what, you worked for this, now go out there. You know what I mean? That's the most pleasing essence of working out and that's what I want to promote, not only in the youth, but as our ummah as a whole. And remember Hussein is just remembering the tragedy of Hussein. So lift like Ali and remember Hussein. And remember what Imam Hussein fought for. What are you doing? You know, how are you helping the Ummah? What are you willing to give? A little bit of your time to get fit is not that much compared to what Imam Hussein alayhi salam gave. So that was the very essence of it. I think that if anybody has this intention, any form of sport or physical activity can be a form of worship, can be a form of ibadah. And that's what I personally believe, as someone who takes health into consideration throughout my day-to-day -day life, I feel that this could be a form of worship if we have the right intentions. Uh, well, it comes to personal training and fitness, one of the advice I would give them is definitely know your stuff. Unfortunately, this field has become very saturated with people who go about taking weekend courses and getting a certification that tells them they're okay to work with any population, people of all shapes and sizes. And that's something that's that's going to be holding them back, that as much as you want to get your degree in physical activity, kinesiology, exercise science, there's always going to be that person who might be even more successful for you than you because he took a weekend course. My advice would be to know your stuff, because if you genuinely want to help people and you're looking for that field, you need to know your stuff. You have to broaden your perspective in the health. The, things are changing all the time. You have to be up to date with the latest articles, with the latest studies. Another thing is to be very dedicated to your field. This is a field where you have to work with other people. And people, there are people come in all shapes and sizes and all different types of attitudes. And you have to be willing to adjust to that. People might cancel on you a lot more than you think. And there's always going to be different seasons where you know, some people have to take care of their personal lives. And you being a personal trainer, you have to take that into consideration that sometimes you might not have a stable income. Other than that, as long as they're passionate and they're genuinely interested in helping people out, I would say that this would be the job for them. And at the same time, one of the perks is that you're always in the gym. You always get to take care of yourself and you become a role model in the community. That as much as people like to call themselves uh, people of different prof professions, you know, engineers, doctors, etc., the personal training field can be just as respectable as any other person because health always comes first. <laughs>